podcast I am. First episode, this is. <laughs> Meet you like Phantom Menace. That was nothing. Like that. <laughs> Let's just... go pod racing! <laughs> <laughs> And it should be stated that CMAD is C-M-A-A-D. So what are we learning about, or discussing rather, today? <laughs> well, first of all, this is like probably the best possible time we could have a show like this, considering the time of year with Star Wars and everything. And uh, we're going to be diving into that shortly. But first, this is a very special episode, because I mean, we have such a very special guest joining us today. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He went to high school with me. He's currently enrolled as a student at the Georgia Film Academy. He is a paladin and a follower of Desmaduke, otherwise known as DPW Express on YouTube. The one, the only, Mr. James Austin. Aw, oh, thanks guys for having me. You, you shouldn't have. That was such a nice introduction. I, introducing you into your own bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yes, recording. we are definitely not filming in my bedroom. And I was definitely not standing in the corner for that entire intro segment. <laughs> yeah, so, so we definitely have a guest on our very first episode yeah. ever. How, how does it feel to be our very first guest? Oh man, it feels CMAT. great. Especially given like just all of the pre-existing like fan base that CMET has, I feel like that I'm on a platform that I can really just shout out to, you know? You gonna plug in your YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, it's DPW Express. I've got 61 subscribers, and I'm like, kind of <laughs> cool. Um, I will say this uh, is quite a platform. Oh, yeah. For you to get your message out. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm going yeah. from a platform of 61 people to a platform of zero. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's great. <laughs> um, First, we're going to be going into kind of like a recap of 2019 mm -hmm. in honor of the new year. Game-wise and, and movie-wise, not just a recap in general. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not going to be talking about... We're going to be going month by month, day by day. Global warming issues and such. <laughs> you could pick another podcast for that. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go into what we're most excited about in the next year. And obviously, as it is December... The month of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. There's lots of talks about Star Wars. Plenty to talk so. about Mando episode nine. Let's just let's just get right into it. Almost cheating to say Destiny two, given the obscene amount you of love hours Destiny I have. In the, I do. I do love the game. But outside of that, a game that came out this year that I've really been enjoying playing is Luigi's Mansion 3 Dude, on the Switch. I never bought that. It's great. It came out on Halloween, which I think they should have released it a week or two yeah. earlier, because like by the time I picked it up, like the spooky season was over. But it's okay. It's fun. You explore through uh, this giant... It's not even a mansion. It's actually a hotel. you got to save Mario and Peach and all the Toads. I played the original ones. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a good continuation of that in Dark Moon in the way that the gameplay works. There's a is lot of Guigi fun. Is Guigi a good add-on or is he... Yes, Guigi's great. Just an additional level of 
puzzle solving. He's required, actually, for a ton of sections. So the way they've implemented him is really good, I think. Cool. Yeah, it's a fun game. Definitely worth picking up. And it's a fun game to 100%. Every floor is like six gems you got to find. And yeah. It's good. Switch seems to... Switch is always killing it. Oh, yeah. They have, Nintendo always has something good coming out. Pops into your mind. Well... In terms, of, <laughs> in terms of games that came out this year, there weren't a ton that I was crazy about. I enjoyed Mario Maker a mm-hmm. lot for I about just, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, Did you see the new yeah, update they just on added that? They added, they added Link as a playable character. I didn't see that. You got bombs, with the Master Sword. sword. Of, of course, I already returned it, which is too late. But, <laughs> I haven't even tried it yet. I will, maybe. It's... I don't know. It's good, but like it's definitely a good game. It wasn't a sixty dollar game. I don't think I, I'm creative enough to like play to make so I'm, I'm not patient enough. It took me three hours one time to beat my own level. <laughs> I think I had a problem with making my levels too ridiculously hard, which means <laughs> so, they were not well yeah, received. Some people are very talented. In that There's game. some really good levels on there, like that. Goomba Theater. When you watch this love story unfold between two Goombas, yeah, yeah. there's some cool stuff in there. There's also some awful know. stuff on there too. It's quite hit or miss. I'd give it like a. Link's like Awakening, seven. I yeah. was excited for. Mm-hmm. Link's Awakening uh, was another kind of a... Ended up being of, somewhat of a disappointment. It wasn't disappointing, it was just... It's I guess maybe the, the price tag on it overhyped me, because like it was not a $60. Oh, no. Dante's Dungeon Maker was hardly a worthy edition. No, I yeah. have a lot of fond memories of it. So but it was gorgeous. Zelda game I played. It was a good-looking game, it was fun to play, but... It was short. I mean, it's a game from, like, 1998, so... Yeah. But I would have, like... I really wouldn't spend more than like thirty on it at most, realistically. Um, moving into like the Microsoft side of things. Mm-hmm. Personally, two things that pop in my head in twenty nineteen. First of all, Gears Five. I love Gears Five. I've been playing a ton of Gears Five. Have you played it at all? I haven't played any Gears games at all. At all? Like any? No. Last time we I, were gonna play some co-op within your Xbox One exercise. There's some. Stop working. There's some mixed reviews on Gears Five. That's what I've heard. And I can kind of understand some of them, but also like, and the the, the story's not quite there. It's okay, and, but like the co-op side of the campaign is really fun. Mm-hmm. But the multiplayer experience I find to be super fun, and Horde is really fun. Do you think it's a good continuation of the Gears series, generally speaking? Like a good sequel? I think it was a lot better than Gears 4, story-wise. I thought it was a lot more compelling. Um, a lot of people are just, like... There's a lot of, like, hater bandwagons that are rolling around Xbox right now with Halos and Gears of War and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who just don't want to like it, but, like, honestly, it's worth the try. Especially it's... on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass for the Ultimate okay. Edition. Ga- yeah, speaking of Microsoft, Game Pass Game is Pass probably is one good. of the most, like, smart moves Microsoft has made. It really gets you to try out all these sorts of games. I, su- I was subscribed to it maybe back in March or April on PC, and there weren't as many games on there then as there are now. It's fantastic. But, yeah, I got to play a ton of stuff. Like, Sea of Thieves, we grinded that out for a while. It's that was dangerous fun. for PlayStation. Because, like, also with all the new studios that have come... Yeah, under Microsoft. They just announced like seventeen at E three. Like yeah, a bunch did, of did you watch the uh, the Xbox Inside Xbox show? Yeah, that was pretty recent, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They had a ton of stuff. They there. added like what I'm most excited for from that. Okay, if we're getting into the games that we're most excited for in 2020, one of them was definitely Grounded. Have you seen that? I have not. Have you? I told you about that. I... It's the one about the shrunk kids. Oh yeah. The Microsoft exclusive. It's a so it's Arc esque, right? Sure. And it's basically like a swing off of, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> You're a bunch of shrunken down kids who are 
in the front yard, surviving in the front yard. And but you're it's like, like a survival. It's a survival. Yeah, you're game. building like forts and stuff. And you the get goal attacked is by like giant ants. That's a, that yeah. sounds and that's the, such a good idea. The goal is you should look it up. The goal is to get noticed. Is what I've heard is to get noticed by people, and building some type of structure or something to huh. do that. I and like it's it. like the quote is like "Go big or never go home." <laughs> so it's like I like that. It that looks super. Like it looks super cool. And then we also saw um, Everwild, mm-hmm. which is another game by Rare. Yeah, that's coming out. Ori in the Blind Forest Two. I love Ori. That's coming I love out Ori soon. So the classic Metroidvania. Really good. They just released the first one um, on the Switch pretty recently, so it's good to see Microsoft is branching out. Yeah, a lot of people. Well, a lot of people. Will, who are like big Xbox fans are not like okay with like they're not they're yeah. not in favor of that but like I like it yeah the, the game gets to more people like, it's not exclusive on Xbox <laughs> it's on PC yeah it's on Windows 10 that's like everything Microsoft releases it's on great. PC too there's no exclusives anymore so but and then also speaking of Xbox there's the new Series X yeah just got announced at Game Awards um, earlier this week I didn't even watch Game Awards that's okay you didn't miss anything. It's, we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah. it's not really, like, they need to pick a lane and go with it. Because it's this mix between, like, advertisements, but they don't commit to the game show, but they don't commit to the premieres. Like, the big, like, the culmination of the show is announcement of, like, the Fast and Fur- Furious game. And it looks like something that would be I... on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> it does not look that good. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so. I, I thought the, um, the... C- First of all, I thought it was super odd that they announced it so early. I wasn't expecting the series. That X. was super. Well, weird. when they were like dreams, I thought it was about like the dreams PS4 game, that really big sandbox yeah. game you can do stuff with. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense that they'd announce like the release date here or whatever. And it was like Xbox One or Xbox Series X, and I was like, oh, hello there. <laughs> yeah. I think the design's good. Too. Obviously, opinions are going to change, but do you think? Where are you citing for? Are, are you planning on getting a next generation console? I probably not. Mostly just because the only reason I would buy an Xbox is for the exclusives, but they're also on PC, which I primarily play on. So I'm probably just going to right, buy and play on that. Some of them aren't like uh, Crossfire. You know that new shooter that's coming on yes, Xbox. I think it's I an that. Xbox exclusive. It's not going to be on Windows 10. Hmm, and also, I'm pretty sure Halo Infinite is not going to be on. You don't think so? I don't think so. Really? Halo 5 wasn't on Windows. It still isn't. Well... Halo's always been a console exclusive. I know they they just brought all the... (laughs) Another thing I'm excited about in uh, 2020... (laughs) Where are you going? I just want to hold on to something. Um, (laughs) 2020 is something I was really excited about this year, and next year is Halo coming to PC. I thought... I'm okay. I like I like Halo Reach. It's not my favorite Halo. Yeah. But, um, I like how they're releasing them in chronological order. It's gonna keep the player base. And it's active. gonna get super hype before Halo Infinite. I thought that was really. And if at the end of the year, they say they bring in Halo Five to the mm-hmm. Master Chief Collection, that that's what I think they're gonna do. Halo Five didn't come to PC because Microsoft really wasn't doing anything PC based. They've only been doing it for this past year. You know, yeah. the Game Pass has been brought to PC. Uh, they released Forge, Halo 5 Forge on PC, maybe a year, year and a half ago. Right, yeah. So the foundations are there. So... I love Halo 5. <laughs> a lot of people hated Halo 5 because of the story. Did you, I've ever, heard, did you play it? No, but I've heard the multiplayer is like like It's the best. It's the best. It's the best multiplayer experience. Anyway, we're getting off topic. That was not this year. But um, as December has come around... Mm-hmm. Not only is it the month of a new Star Wars movie, yeah, it is the month of the last Star Wars movie. 
the rise Not of ever, the rise but... of Skywalker. Yeah, we got Ryan Johnson coming in with his own trilogy, yeah, right? That's Is that still happening? happening? I'm not really sure. The creators of, uh, or not the creators, but like the writer and showrunners of Game of Thrones, you know, the D&D combo. Yeah, I heard that was good. They got some... shafted after the Game of Thrones finale. Disney <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, you know what? I don't think we're going to have you on board anymore. Speaking of Game of Thrones, what did you, th- did you watch Game of I, Thrones? I, I like really don't follow it, but I, fo- <laughs> I followed the aftermath. I watched the fan base like go up in flames. Okay. That was entertaining. What was your like, okay, Harrison, I have my own rating on Game of Thrones, but like, what was like your like, because there's so m- Obviously, there's a lot of hate at the end of Game of Thrones. Yes, that was, like, that was do, part of that. Do you agree with it? <laughs> do I agree with the hate? Yeah. Yeah. You, you think it deserves it? Yes. Do you think that all the hate that the writers get is deserved? Because, like, they uh, they wrote the entire other really good seven seasons. So, like... No, they, they didn't write the plot. They were basing the plot off of a book. They made small oh, yeah. changes here and there to the story to fit the TV well, show. After but season five, didn't no, like, yeah, they stopped because yeah, the book he, he came on board and helped them George figure it uh, out. Martin, George yeah. Boyd, um, and also they had I'm pretty sure they had a group of writers that worked on every single episode. But all I remember is D and D claimed like that was one of their big talking points about some of the final episodes were that they wrote them. <laughs> that was like their. Their have shit. you read the script for the finale? No. It's pretty bad. <laughs> How so? Just, there's Just the, the way it's written? It's 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 pretty rudimentary. Like, they had to submit it publicly when they were submitting it for the Emmys or whatever. <sighs> and there were some pretty questionable, like, things in it. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Maybe, maybe all the hate is undeserved. Maybe people got too hyped. And you build something up to the point where nobody's going to be satisfying mm-hmm. i think it was a horrid i i don't know why they decided to do the amount of episodes they did and why they wanted to get it done Six? so early i thought they did really i, think I, I thought if they were like a year before um or like however long it was before shooting if they originally planned okay we're only do six episodes mm-hmm. i thought with that they did a pretty good job if they could, if their limit was six episodes, I'd heard. My a, question is, why would they do? Six I heard episodes? a rumors because D and D wanted to get to their new Star Wars and Netflix stuff faster. They wanted to breeze through Game of Thrones and get it out of the way, so then they could move on to a bigger project in their eyes, which obviously didn't work out well for them, seeing as they're not on board with Netflix anymore or Star Wars. Like, That's interesting. They've completely cut, cut them off due to like what happened. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, mistakes were made. <laughs> is the new Lord of the Rings show coming next year? Or yeah, it's um, coming in twenty twenty. In the next year or two, I think they're starting. So I'm really soon. excited. It'll about be that. it's going to be a while, but if Amazon makes it big, probably then, be the end of next year or something. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Oh gosh, The Witcher. Yeah, that's coming out. I soon. haven't even. Yeah, The Witcher is something I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. Henry did Cavill's you, a good pick. Yeah, did you read? Or did you watch that YouTube video of him reading The yes. Last Witch? That he's, was hilarious. Yeah, he's... <laughs> that was so good. He's great. Yeah, so that'll be good. That's coming out the same day as Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that's Friday. That's gonna be a good day. Mm-hmm. Except we're seeing it the night before, though, so... We'll, we'll come back with the review. We'll probably have binged the whole yeah. season by then, by the next <laughs> week, so... Of what? Witcher. Is that all dropping at once? Yeah, it's on yeah. It's Netflix. It's like Stranger oh. Things. Oh, yeah. yeah, well... Speaking... Which is great. I like that so much better than... Yeah, yeah. so what do you think? Do you, like, binge drop, or do you like what Disney Plus is doing where it's a weekly episode? I actually prefer weekly. That's what I, I think, A lot too. of people say that. A lot of people say that. I personally prefer watching on my own time. Especially, like, The Mandalorian. Like, 
It's only eight. It, it's eight episodes. It's not a right? format that works for the Mandalorian because there's not much of an overarching plot or like oh what's going to happen sense, next. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Everything's been pretty, like, standalone per episode. But whenever something like the Obi-Wan show comes out, or the Marvel... Okay, the Marvel shows, when those come out, those, those are definitely going to be cliffhangers those... and stuff. Yeah. And that's going to be a good use of the format, because it gets you hyped up for Okay, it. are you excited about the Marvel shows? I think so. I don't like the idea that it's going to be required viewing to understand that's the other movies. Because, like, apparently Doctor Strange, you're going to have to have watched WandaVision to understand Yeah, like, uh, what's his face? The guy who runs... Um... Marvel, not... Kevin Feige? Yeah, him. He There was an interview I watched where he... Kevin basically said, like, yeah, you're going to have to, like, fully invest with a membership in Disney Plus <laughs> to be able to even understand the movies in theaters. I was like, I don't have to... I don't have to, like, spend all my TV watching time to well, be yeah. Marvel. And then when I go see Marvel movies, like, if I didn't catch up on the show, I don't understand what's happening in the movie. I feel like that's just a little... Unfair. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to. I think TV shows, in general, is a good format for Marvel. The movies are great, but I often felt like there was a lot of times where like there's just stuff that just didn't get addressed or they could have built off of, but they can't because you know it's a movie. You've got so much time to do so much with, like right. what happened between Civil War and Infinity War. Like we're getting Black Widow to fill in that gap. We had Ant Man, but like other than that, like what if there was a TV show that just, yeah. you know. Something I like found that. it really strange that they they're bringing Black Widow now. Yeah, I mean, this is a movie that people have been asking for for a long. They could have released time. this a while ago. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to honestly since Endgame. I haven't. Oh yeah, Marvel Apathy's real. I was now. not that excited for Homecoming or uh, whatever. Which one? Far from <laughs> Far Home. From whatever. Spider Man. It was passable. It was I, a movie. I actually I li- really liked. It. I really liked it too. I just I don't. I feel like that <laughs> that movie was literally just like a a tribute to. Tony Stark. Like, yeah. Literally it was almost kind of like an epilogue. Yeah. yeah. The whole time he well, talked about Tony. The that's been my complaint about the new plot. the new Spider-Man series. I don't is think that that's he, a bad thing. Though. Well, no, but Spider-Man no, but, is all about himself. He's a loner. He's like, that's what all the struggles are with. And just yeah. having, I don't know, it's I, always been about someone else. I do like him. Tom Holland. Tom Holland's a good I thing. I think he performs really well. I think, I, lo- I, I love Iron Man, so like, I... On one side, I do love their relationship, yeah. their, like, father-son relationship, but at the other side of it, that's, like, you know, usually Peter Parker's a guy who's, like, builds his own scrappy suit mm-hmm. and stuff. Instead, it's, like, Tony Stark giving him billions of dollars worth of, like, equipment to suit up with, and I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's cool, but, like, I don't know. I probably would have... I would have liked to see where, where Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was going. Yeah. I kind of liked what they were doing with him. I kind of liked it, too, but... The movies are mediocre, but his character was pretty solid, I right, think. Right, yeah. It was a good pick. But, um, anyway. Yeah. What do you think of Mandalorian? I think it's pretty good. I think it suffers from not having an overarching plot. I definitely agree with you. It's, it was good at the, the first three or four... It was the fourth episode where he's defending the camp from right. the ATSD. That's where it's Great episode. Really. You know, I love how they use the ATSD and everything, but, like... That episode, I was like, oh, there's just not going to be progression in the show, is there? Right. And since then, we just had episode six come out a couple of days ago. It's still the same. It's just like well, a mission, right. and he completes it. And... What I didn't know is apparently a different director is directing each episode. Yeah. 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 So it would make sense that <laughs> the episodes feel a little bit yeah. different. Only a couple yeah. of them are being directed by Affiliate. I thought it had a great start. The pilot episode was fantastic. Yeah, the pilot oh. episode was awesome. It literally when, felt like a, so an old good. classic western movie. When him oh, and Igg Levin were fighting. It was great. It was and like, fantastic. I, I flipped 
when he pulled the thing over in a little Yoda ear. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I was like, how did they keep that hidden? Yoda was great, but now it's like five episodes in, there's like, what, what, is, what is Yoda Yeah, it's like every episode is like, someone just points a gun at Yoda, and then like that person gets shot. And that's <laughs> he hasn't like, done it. Like, what do you think of the last episode? Because I thought, even though Baby Yoda is like, currently not a huge plot point, he like, was kind of hilarious. Oh, he was like yeah, hiding no, it was and stuff. It was great. I, he, I feel like he serves as like a comedic relief now. I mean, yeah, like and I'm really just... enjoying the show. It's just the lack of an overarching plot like is kind of Well, it also seems like well, the, the lack of an overarching plot isn't exactly I'd say horrible. No, it's it's not like the show is like unwatchable or like it's bad. No, it's a good, lot of old westerns like are like that. My problem was that the feel of the setting changed the, the, every single the tone episode. Is all over the place. Yeah, the tone is all over the place. Which, like some episodes will feel comedic and goofy, yeah. other ones feel ex- extremely serious and tense. Yeah. yeah. My issue was that, like I thought the first episode felt super Star Wars to me. Oh yeah, it, it felt like an extra. It straight felt out like you were on the outer ring of the universe, yeah. you know. It, mm-hmm. And then as you kept going. God, it seems it seems like a lot. I don't know if it's the acting or what, but a lot of characters the don't pretty feel stiff. very star. Like that episode, the fourth one you're talking about in the village. Yes. Yeah. The two guys that yeah. go <laughs> to find him to ask for help. Yeah. They're just like bros. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you'd expect them to be sort of not brutish, but like sort of rustic, being out in the wilderness, farmers in yeah. the outer rings of the Which galaxy. Is- we need your help. Yeah, and they come in there like, bro, and we man. really need your help, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, where did you learn? We to have talk food. Like yeah, it's yeah. like we've been krill farmers for generations. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I thought that episode. I, I feel like a lot of episodes just. First of all, they're lacking in time. They're a lot really short, and also if you're gonna give me like it was it was the Seven Samurai. Yes. It was the Magnificent Seven. Yes. If you're going to give me that, at least give me something that was like they, specific they to Star did Wars. That, like, the fourth episode was literally an episode called Bounty Hunters in the Clone Wars, where like Anakin and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka crash land. I they remember team that up one. with bounty hunters yeah, to defend yeah. the village from a Hondo knockout pirates. And They've that's not before. necessarily a bad thing. Nah, you can it's rehash done, plots. Everyone fun. does it. That plot. Yes. That plot's, and it's a good plot. But like, which plot are you talking about? The, the whole like samurai. training them to like prepare. There's like a group. There's oh. like one or two really good fighters. Training unprepared civilians. Yeah, to fight, to fight some big force. It, coming. Can, it works well. It worked in the Clone Wars. I thought um, it worked for the Mando. I thought they. I thought I liked how it wasn't just like a group of mercenaries. It was like an ATST. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was very good. They Speaking used of it that, so well. kind of off topic. Have you seen like the comic? book titles that they've released for Mandalorian. Yes. They have, like, comic book cup, like, classic comic book covers mm-hmm. of, um, each episode. Yeah, sort of set in that old style. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Um, so yeah, I think Mando's good. I think, I, I'm, I don't think, the lack of, like, characters between episodes hurts it, too. Like, I thought that he would have been building his crew. Yeah. Like, at, like, the, um, I don't remember his yeah, name, the, the it would guy. Be nice to have consistent... Like characters the um the ugnot from the first and second episode i thought he would have come on board and he'd be like oh, the tech great. guy yeah and then um yeah, he was Gina's awesome. character i thought the girl was really cool. yeah the, the uh, old um the uh, shock trooper yeah she yeah was she, cool. she was good she's been probably the best actor they've had on the show aside from pedro pascal the yeah. uh in the most recent episode the like harley quinn-esque uh, alien girl with yeah. Wilek. The tendrils yeah. i didn't like her that much <laughs> i didn't she was creepy i didn't really yeah. She's a little I, weird. I don't know. The new episode... I thought the new episode was pretty good. Oh, I thought... Having the, the New Republic yeah. stuff was awesome. We're finally getting... I love, that's what around. I wanted to say is that 
the well, first of all, the most recent episode felt the most like the first one to me. Yes. In terms of the way it felt. Mm -hmm. And I will say the show does an amazing job of blending sort of the new look of Star Wars, I guess, Mm -hmm. with the classic look. Yes. It's pretty seamless. Like, when they go from the, his transport ship and drop into the rebel ship, mm-hmm. and it's just like right, you're in, like, yeah. the original trilogy. Yeah, the Even the music changes with it. Mm-hmm. And on, like, the monitors and the ships, it looks like an old, like, gr- like the grid type yeah. thing. It looks, it looks just exactly like, like, like the original, four. even though it's, like, supposed to be, like, in the future. Yeah, and when the beacon's like... called, and the X-Wings come in. Oh, like, that was awesome. That was the best part. That was the best part of the whole episode. So I just think, like, yeah, just some form of consistency between episodes would help a lot because it really feels like i think uh, you could easily jump into any episode with no knowledge of anything and you'd be perfectly fine there hasn't been much character building really yeah yeah i'd say the only character building there has been has been in the mandalorian himself but like after the third episode when he got all the best scar and you know there was that flashback where where it's not finished yet obviously they were going to come back to it so we see who rescued him They've just kind of dropped that. It's been three episodes, and... I'm interested to see what they do with the last two episodes. There's only two episodes left. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's been no overarching plot, so I'm not sure what they're going to do. Like, what are they... Like, I remember... Remember the episode, the other... last one? The fifth one? With, like, the guy that he... Yeah, the the bounty bounty hunter that Mm -hmm. tried to... He was not a good actor. Well, do you remember the very end of that episode with, like, the foot... The foot... Yes. Steps, like, people the, think the guy comes people up. think it's Django because or not Django Boa because of like the little Boba. spur noise and there's a little four tone that plays throughout that played in episode five too. It's I not always, Boba. I don't think it's Boba. No, but like I always thought that would be kind of a cool person to bring in. Oh, oh yeah, Boba would be a great addition. Or yeah. Cad Bane. Or what if like what if like Mandalorian is the one who like helps Boba get out of the Sarlacc pit or something. He's been, or, like, if he, like, sees the... That means, we Bo- see that that means Boba's been in the pit for five years. Well, you're supposed to be there for eternities well, like, before you die, right? He needs to eat. <laughs> I don't know. Boba would have <laughs> been dead a long time. You Though, get digested for okay. eternity, but you still need Apparently, to though, drink this water. Is in, this is interesting. In one, of the most, in one of the most recent books, it's sort of a little side note. They mention this one character who's got Boba Fett's armor, who bought it from a droid, and people are thinking it's Boba Fett's character in disguise, like he's an outcast of some kind now. But he's got Boba's armor. So we're going to think it's Boba, but like, it's not actually I don't. Boba. Yeah, I think it's it's a tease. I think it's going to be, um, his. the actor's name's escaping me. He's in the trailers. He's that one black guy who's Imperial. He's the Imperial oh, guy. The, okay. the Moth. I think that's oh. who it is. Cause, because who else would uh, Ming the Wen's character have been meeting with to clear her of her crimes? Right. So... Also, are we going to see the Imperial guy again? Uh, Werner Herzog's character? Probably not. You don't think so? Like, no. what was that? They've been well, abandoning in all of their guest stars. Like, I thought Grief Cargo, you know, uh, Carl Weathers' character was going to come back in some right. form. No, I doubt he's going to come back. Because like, he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be in season two. And I'm like, okay, just... thank you, Carl Weathers, for telling me that your character is just like, not going to show up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, which guy is that? Carl Weathers, Grief Cargo. He's the guy who gives him the bounties in the first episode. He's the guy who oh, also wow. plays um, Apollo. He's the guy who plays Apollo Creed, right? In Rocky? Something like that. He's yeah. in Arrested Development. Yeah. He's, he looks yeah. like Lando. Yeah, he literally looks like Lando. I thought he was Lando. Like <laughs> yeah. old Lando. Yeah. So, you know, it's what it is. Um, 
I love the music. Yes, the music's great. The music is amazing. <laughs> I know. Um, I really like the new the intro they have where they flash like Kylo's mask and all the masks. I love that. the music building so to the cool. Star Wars logo is great. Yeah, I think so it's great. Overall, I think it's going to be a solid first season. I'm, you know, this is Dave Filioni's first step into live action. He did right. an excellent job with the Clone Wars, and you can kind of see some of the Clone Wars shining through. Right. Um, it's still uh, episodes feel a lot like Clone Wars episodes in the way that they're done generally. So right. I'm just excited to see what season. So two if you're gonna have. give, I, I'm curious. If you're going to give a rating to the series so far, would you give it out of 10? Solid 8. I would say oh, also, 8. Yeah. Bill Burr? Oh, I know. That was scary. <laughs> him walking I saw. Jar Jar. I, I was expecting it because I knew. Yeah, he I, I watched Jar Jar Yeah, no, that was a good the Gungan joke. Gungan. Yeah, that was good. Misa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, you're 8? I would give it an 8, too. Yeah, a solid it? 8. I would give... I'd say the episodes range for me between like yeah. a six and an eight. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought the first episode was I think the pilot perfect. is still the strongest. Yeah, I think so too, obviously. I would agree. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's go into the what's coming up later this week. That will be episode nine. Rise of Skywalker. Watching it Thursday night with so the boys. I, before we get into this, I wanted I told Harrison about this earlier today, mm-hmm. but I read, it's not, there's no video of it, but I read this interview that this guy had on his website with J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. and there was a question, he was like, what's your favorite character, and J.J. Abrams was like, oh, mine's Han Solo, yeah. and he asked him, the guy who's interviewing, what's your favorite, and he said, oh, mine's Ahsoka Tano, um, I know that's not like part of the main core story, yeah. but, uh, and he was like, and J.J. was like, oh, Ahsoka, huh? <laughs> well, if you like Ahsoka, you should really pay attention to Rise of Skywalker. Oh. And he said, "What?" And he was like, "Now you enjoy the movie." And he gets up and he just leaves. What? That'd be that'd be ridiculous. And Why? there's like now there ever since then, I've been looking up leaks and stuff. Well, I haven't seen anything. Leaks. But like, that's risky business right there. But um, last we saw of Ahsoka, she was in Rebels, right? With she Sabine, fought. she's go- she was going to go and find Ezra. That's right. where they left her off because the idea was that. In the season two finale, she's fighting Vader. I love that. And yeah, so good. So Presumably good. she dies. That's she how did. that's how it's framed. Yeah, but in the in season four, um, like Ezra goes to this temple and it's right. something Palpatine's trying to get a hold of in the show. Mm. And the idea is that you can sort of use it sort of to time travel. Like Ezra enters like this weird force dimension and he sees Ahsoka and reaches out to grab her. And yeah. when he grabs her, he grabs her from that moment in season two. When she's I fighting Vader watching and pulls yeah. it, her back into the future. Yeah. So, and then obviously Ezra's ended up somewhere else and we don't I, know what happens to him. I think one side of me is like, that's I, that would be ridiculous if Ahsoka was I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, but also on the other side, it's like J.J. Abrams really appreciates the entire saga. That is true. He taught, he, he, he includes the prequels. He talks about everything. He doesn't just... Yes, a lot of people. There's so much more to Star Wars than just the original right. He, he paid, he's a big fan, and he pays attention to all of it. Mm-hmm. So I also wouldn't put it past him either. I would expect. I wouldn't. I'm not expecting a cameo. I'm expecting a reference of some sort. Like you know Probably how in, yeah. like you know how in um in you know episode seven and eight how there would be like the Jedi of the past are talking to Rey. I wouldn't right. be surprised if like there's a I quote there's from Ahsoka. Be, you know, or if there's like a bunch of Jedi Force ghosts. And like she's the in end? the back or that'd something. Be, that'd be sick, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. Um, so yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing mm-hmm. that I saw. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. 
Yeah. So, so episode nine should be pretty good. They should have had JJ for the entire trilogy. I did think. you did you see that there is on Fortnite there is a Fortnite yeah they debuted event a clip they, or something yeah right? and Mark Hamill looks awesome. They did like an interview with or like a thing with Mark Hamill with Ninja. <laughs> what <laughs> what is, a crazy world we live in. It's the goofiest thing ever. I haven't dude. seen the clip, but yeah. I, I haven't. I like pretty, aside from the first trailer, I haven't seen anything episode nine related. Cool. All right. Well, we won't talk about. I got. The trailers, I so. got both seven and eight spoiled for me, so I want to go into nine really? completely blind. There is a. How'd you? You went. So episode seven, I got Han Solo. Um, did you not see? You didn't go to the premiere. No, I did with you guys. So, uh, Force Awakens? Yeah. How did you get okay. spoiled? Force Awakens, um, Han Solo dying got spoiled to me in a freaking CSGO game. Someone, because <laughs> someone named themselves Han Solo dies, and the picture was literally from the movie of him getting stabbed. <laughs> How did he get that? <laughs> I don't know. What an ass. What? No, I know. And then uh, for, totally for, episode, for episode 8, it was, um, uh, it was like some reddit post ended up in my feed and on reddit you know you've got like the title but then you've got flares you can put on the post in order to sort them and the flare was like snoke dies uh yoda dies luke dies leia lives and i was like oh thank you that's that's great so i haven't seen anything for episode nine i'm excited to see how that goes I, there was a clip <coughs> they put on their instagram star wars mm-hmm do you not want to know anything about it no i mean it's, it's not gonna be super cool. spoilery ba- so. basically it's just Kylo Ren is landing next to the destroyed Death Star. Oh, interesting. Right? And he walks in, and you can hear the voice of the Emperor, and he's like, I have been all the voices you've been hearing in your head. And every time he stops talking and starts talking, it's like Snoke, and then him, and then Vader. That's wild. And he, it, so that that would so actually the, the emperor that would improve a is, lot of seven and eight. That's what I'm th- saying. Like I if the voice like is JJ is taking it. All right. He's doing a really good job, I think, of repairing of what was crushed in Last Jedi. Yeah, I just hope they use Palpatine well because that's uh, oh that's the big thing. Is yeah, like, you know, if they're bringing him back, then is he going to be well. any good? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Honestly, I have no idea what to expect with this one. Neither do I. I had a lot of theories for every other movie, but this one, it could just be nuts. I don't know what's going to happen. In the trailer, I just saw people riding space horses on top of a freaking, like, starfighter flying in space. So, starfighters, and then there's, like, the water planet, and then they're on, like, a desert planet of some sort, and that skiff, like... It's going to be crazy. Yeah, and then... Which I'm excited for. Yeah. It's... Who knows what Jake I'm not. I'm not on the, like hater bandwagon that's just like disney or like mickey mouse is the devil i mean like rogue one proves that disney will like rogue one was outstanding yeah i don't think disney is necessarily as influencing and all that is you know as people say like it's there's a lot of creative freedom or else exactly it wouldn't have happened (laughs) i you know i honestly we can get into this when we go to our list. We're actually we should probably jump that's probably a good topic to go to see as we're talking about episode nine we're now going to go into um, each of our own personal rankings. Start from the bottom. All the Star Wars movies. All the way to the best. We're gonna start from the bottom. So, um, who wants um, to go first? I guess there's ten. There's ten. We're counting episodes there's one ten. through eight: Rogue One and Solo. Yep. The Clone Wars movie doesn't count. No, we're not. It's just about the, the Clone pilot. Wars. <laughs> Clone Wars movie is not that good. It's pretty awful. I remember like, seeing that in theaters and thinking that's it was like, awesome. <laughs> I was like nine. When did like, that come out? Yeah, two thousand nine is when. Yeah. Like, <laughs> two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, oh, you want to go? You're a guest. Yeah. Okay. You go first. Um. Okay. So I think my least my least favorite movie is Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Really? Yeah. Now, I mean, That's by all means, movie. it's well shot. Well shot doesn't mean it's a good movie. That's but my biggest gripe with it. And that's the reason why it's ranked under The Last Jedi, is there's zero originality with it. Everything is cut and paste from episode four. Like, everything. I have my own opinions on that. I'll let you finish, but I have a bone to pick with you on that one. <laughs> but I'll, you can come back. Yeah, no, that, that's not like a whole, oh, original, or a new trilogy is like awful or anything. No, but yeah. like, in comparison to the rest of the movies, how even episode one set up a ton of stuff... Episode 7, like, immediately starts out by, like, wiping out anything interesting plot-related by destroying the New Republic, which we've had no building for outside of, like, the Mandalorian, and a rehash of Starkiller base, they didn't do anything with Phasma, the character, you know, it, it was pretty right. generic. That's what I think about it. Right. That's why it's my least okay. favorite. Which isn't to say it's bad, it's just my least favorite. I agree with all your points, but I do not agree with your placement <laughs> of, of the movie. Yeah. Wait. So, oh, are we all going to go... Yeah, yeah, we should all oh, okay. go around. Yeah. So, my number 10 is Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Mine is also Star Wars The Phantom <laughs> okay, Menace. Okay, so we can, we can uh, share some common ground right. yeah. on um, this one. Here are, here are my qualms yeah. with the movie. Although, I do appreciate the movie and enjoy watching it because right. it was part of my childhood. Mm -hmm. It does have good parts. <laughs> Uh, my major qualms are the movie from with the movie are, I guess, all of the political jargon. <laughs> like the movie begins talking about tax rates <laughs> on Federation ships. Like there's an right. they're holding yeah. an embargo because they don't like taxes, and it just starts out super. That's just fair. an awkward right. place to start off yeah. an entire yeah. trilogy of trilogies. Right. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to get into the whole issue of racism with the characters <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, or anything, but Jar Jar Binks, for an example, everybody knew, knew that he was going to get brought up. Yeah. Um, he's Honestly, he's not the worst part of the I, movie. He's, he's really... I respect the idea of him and what they were trying to What's do. What's amazing is, like, the... The the um, the cast yeah like, <laughs> the cast was like oh we loved him he was so much fun well, on if set. you watch the there's a documentary on the creation of Phantom S yeah and it's amazing if you listen to them they are so excited about Jar Jar and they're like and George Lucas is like he is the key <laughs> there's a specific time he was like Jar Jar is the key to this movie if we get him working people are gonna love it and they also talk about we can't wait for CGI Yoda and it's just amazing how like all the things they were so excited for is what everyone hated the most. <laughs> Jar Jar was like, mostly fine outside of like some of the physical slapstick comedy, well, like when he's playing I, with the I've, pit droids. I've heard is atrocious. Audiences literally had a hard time understanding what he was saying. Right? Yeah, like they had it took them till the end of the movie a lot of the time to like figure out his rhythm of speaking yeah. and to like understand what the <laughs> heck he was talking about. Um, I know in in fan like recuts of the movie, they give him no dialogue and give him like a um, a natural dialect that you can't understand, and then subtitles. Well, there are certain cuts of the movie that just cut him out entirely. <laughs> there's it, not much lost. No, there there's <laughs> there's a good like twenty to thirty minutes of film lost. <laughs> like he he's in so much of the movie. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't hate Jar Jar as much as most of the world, I think. Or yeah. most of yeah. most Star Wars he's fans. He's passable. It's fine. I, um, can, I can understand the 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 fans who watched the original movies 
you know, as kids. Getting coming back alienated from Darth Vader, from yeah. Return of the Jedi, Luke, and then, like, coming back and they're, like, all... Tax embargo. Instead of, like, people yeah. before the original movies, there was, like, there weren't Star Wars fans making up theories in their heads or, like, of how this should no. be. But, like, when the prequels came out, everyone had their own idea of what should happen. And yeah. then Jar Jar was just so... And, like, they, it just and, like, seems like he Anakin. was taking the spotlight from characters they wanted to see. Right. Yeah. Especially, oh my gosh, the, the Phantom Menace poster, though? Might oh, be yeah. the best movie poster. Uh, easily. Young Anakin, Anakin with Anakin Darth Vader shadow. shadow. I actually think Anakin was done really well. Yes. I mean, people are like, oh, he's so awkward. It's like, it's a nine year old kid. Like, did you expect well, him to be also, like, super I like, fluent? I like how okay. in, in a lot of movies, you get the trope, like in Harry Potter, for example, that when a villain is depicted as a child, mm-hmm. you see them acting strange or you get some hint that there's some evil behind there, but you don't get that at all mm-hmm. with Anakin. He's, like, purely good. No, the, right. I think... And he of, only wants to help his family. Like, all his motivations are pretty it, selfless. Yeah. His, and like it's, His whole fall, I think, is depicted really well in that trilogy. Like, they set it up yeah. pretty well. So... Yeah. We'll get into that. If there's, the, like, a couple things that I would say that could fix it, I think Darth Maul should have had much more of a presence throughout oh the gosh, movie. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I think they could... Darth Maul is... Naboo is a bad place to have the climax of the movie. I think, yeah. at least the way they handled it. I don't know. It's so it's finishing thoughts. Oh. Finishing thoughts about the Phantom Menace. <laughs> they set up some um, stuff. Some they set up bad. some things. There were there were certain, I guess, appraisable parts, but I think the pacing, pacing's all over the place. Horrible characters like Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. The whole setting around the story. Being we about mentioned pod racing, trade, and right, taxes. Right. Pod racing taking up an inordinate amount of time in the movie. And they although it was with cool, one it, it, yeah. I don't know, it seemed like they were more focused on gimmicks. That's honestly than what they were like. about they had all the storytelling. CGI right. was just getting yeah. good. They just wanted to show off yeah. tech mm-hmm. rather than tell story. But so, yeah, that's it. I, I would say there I agree with almost every and I was going to discuss almost everything that you just talked about, but some things that I um, that you didn't get into that kind of stick out to me. First of all, like, you got to appreciate kind of, like, how amazing the CGI was, though. Yeah. For 1999? It was, in, it was incredible. Oh, yeah. I think The Phantom Menace doesn't hold out the most out of the other two prequels. No, definitely not. But, um... I think it's the But also, but... I th- if you really... If you go back and watch it now, and if you really pay attention, there's some shots that are just so horribly filmed... <laughs> Like, there's, like, in, in, in Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, I say this one all the time. I told Harris about this. There, you know the the beginning with the Droidicas they first introduced? Oh, they God. come in. The Droidicas are really cool. and But then, like, they... <laughs> I know what you're about to say. But the, the... There's a part where Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are just sitting there, and they're blocking bullets, and it's cool. And they're like, let's go, we need to run. And they just... Force, they just force fly out of the scene. I don't know if they did that on purpose or that was like a last minute thing they had to change. But it was realized. weird. They were just, but they were cropped and just flown out of the scene. <laughs> and it was so, and I was like, that is awful. Like, oh, that yeah. looks so bad. And it was, I feel like there's just so many other examples. Like of in that the final repeating. battle between the Gungans and the droids, there's some oh odd stuff there. Like, the I don't Gungans know. and the droids. Uh, like, they. they <laughs> But, I mean, Anakin blowing up the, the you know, the main cruiser, the hub right. droids, that's cool. But, like, it was everything cool. else. And a lot it's of people just, were like, it's just, it's like the Death Star. Or, like, and no. if you listen to George Lucas, it's like, it, 
he's he found beauty in like the repeat of the story he thought that was really interesting but like a lot of people were just like what the heck that's a new hope like what what's up with that <laughs> but like i don't know yeah I, I also agree it gets a lot more hate than it is i think there's good things about every star wars movie yes i do think the phantom is however oh my god it's pretty it's, weak. it's pretty bad yeah uh, and but like oh my god john williams oh Duel of Fates, mm. greatest best lightsaber Star- fight in the, the end. Best Star Wars theme. It's fantastic. Yeah, and when the, the lightsab- doors open and Darth Maul and the Duel of Fates. <laughs> that lightsaber fight is the best lightsaber fight in Star Wars. Oh, I agree with you there. It's amazing. It's, it's so well choreographed. But yeah. besides those, I mean, that's my yeah. favorite part. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's about all the plus I can come up with. I did like Anakin. I also do like a lot of people don't like this, but um, the Jedi when they're filming, they there's no like droids there. Right, they're just hitting air. Uh, yeah. I kind of like it because it's like almost like they're using the force to guide them. Yeah, almost like they're not even seeing, like they don't even need to see where they're hitting, <laughs> you know. But also at the same time, it's like it also looks awkward. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's just back. it's I'm such a contrast ways. to the original trilogy, right? Light style, right? And I guess you could pass that off as like, oh, they were like formally trained yeah. as Jedi, but like anyway, it's entirely different. Yeah. Well, so Phantom Menace that's was, number ten. Okay, what is yeah. your yeah. number nine? Number my number nine is episode one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just, nothing more. To, yeah, no, I'm not right. ranking episode one. High I thought you were going to go Last Jedi. <laughs> no. That was my prediction okay. for Let's you. Let's see if we have the same one again, Darius. Okay. Right. I have a feeling a lot of ours. My number ones. nine is Attack of the Clones. <laughs> That's mine also. What I wrote on my list, if you see here, is Phantom Menace and then 500 feet of crap and then to Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so if so you like, climb through 500 feet of crap and then get... See, I think you can, you can Attack of the Clones, I think, even though the acting, like Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman are awful actors. Well, in that's movie. what I was going to well, say. Well, they're, they're so much yeah. better when they yeah, go to Red yes, of the Sith. Yes, but the, the pl- I think the plots there, like the Bounty Hunter Assassin plot, the Clones plot. Yeah, there's even much the romance is plot. weak, but like, episode one's politics were, yeah. Episode two I thought was a bit more interesting in that, in that yeah. area. Yeah, I, so, <laughs> the reason why it's so low on my list is completely down to character development and performance yes right <laughs> and anakin's like there's a lot of like dreaming of you and he <laughs> it, 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 it has some of I the worst like dialogue I've, I've ever heard in a movie we don't it's need bad. to get into it the sand the whole pear scene Ugh. the whole the cgi rolling pear. around yeah, the CGI in the pear. grass rolling around in grass with the giant thing. cow ticks <laughs> Telling Padme that yeah. he's been dying a slow death and his soul has been crushed I feel like the, every day since he's seen her again. The yeah. bad things about Attack of the Clones are kind of obvious. Yeah. I think the bad's bad and the good's but good. But here's, here's why I put it above the 500 feet of crap, okay? Okay. Here's why. It, first of all, the I still, I personally still think if you put in a Blu-ray disc of Attack of the Clones... The battle sequences with the clone troopers look oh, yeah. amazing. The the whole third act is fantastic. And like I thought, um, Count Dooku is a great character. He was a you know I hated that Darth Maul was killed so easily, yeah. but I thought he was a really good person. They Dooku brought in. was formidable. Yeah, the, how and you got to think of it in like theaters when people first saw Yoda fight for the first time. Mm-hmm. That probably looked amazing, and like yeah. that scene still holds up and looks great yeah. now. Yeah. The movie's got some high highs, but also some low lows. Well, like, the Hayden Christensen was so terrible for the movie because, you know, this is Darth Vader. This is the most loved character in Star Wars. And he She's gives the most teenager. terrible performance. And I think that's... I, I don't think 
most of it's his fault though no it's i not. think most yeah. of it is the writing it's the dialogue the writing's yeah. pretty bad it's hard i don't I find it hard to deliver bad. any of those <laughs> like, like famous bad lines even in even good characters way. like obi-wan and mace windu even those good actors still like the writing's bad they oh, i don't sell think it, so but... i know that's in revenge yeah. of the Sith, but... <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> I do like you know. It took me until recently that the Hallelujah is like a New Hope. It's like a quote from the New Hope. Yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Fan service. That. It's all connected. <laughs> anyway. Oh shoot! I Anything didn't know else? That either. Yeah, I didn't. I, he, I that's, that's, that's what he that. says. Because that's his first line. That's what he says. I feel like we're for these being our bottom two. We're not really crapping on well, well, that's the thing though is that it's not that they're bad it's just they're the again, my least yeah, favorite i like all the star wars movies. oh yeah easily they're all great i could watch they're any of them very entertaining time. movies yeah i would just, just say really the, bad the character of anakin like it's bad oh, it, i can think of so many ways how it could have been better and the, okay droid factory sequence is like the most steven spielberg thing <laughs> ever it's <laughs> awful <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with steve you don't like steve no well i mean no but like just it's just not applicable. It's just not good. Like, the whole droid factory scene No, yeah, hurts. it's pretty rough. It hurts. Um, okay, James. Mm-hmm. Is, is that enough of Attack of the Clones? Are we, we discussed... I feel like I came in first, so do you have anything else to say about it? Or? Um, no, I mean, I've, I've already said my gripes with the movie. I mean, the strongest and... part of it is the clone troopers. They're awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, the strongest great. part of that movie are the fight sequences. Yeah, yeah like, right. with, The fight I mean, sequences oh are the best God. part of it. Geonosis with, like, the desert storm flying through it, and you can see, like, the lasers. Like, that was amazing. Yeah, That was great. revolutionary. And, like, I don't know. There's a lot... Of, I hate, like... I hate hearing when people trash on it so much. Like, they're awful movies. They ruined Star Wars. Like, no. No, they're quite passable. Star Wars. But, I mean... You have to give them credit for the amount of stuff that they introduced in the oh, Star Wars universe. George Lucas accomplished really amazing things. Oh, yeah. The world building is unparalleled, oh. honestly. I'm interested to see what comes next, though, in our yeah. list. So. All right. So, number three, at least um, for me... Number seven, you mean. Or, you're right. I'm looking right. at this list backwards. Number yeah. seven. Wait, no. Number, number eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong number eight. Oh, yeah, you're, right. Okay. you're right. Number <laughs> eight for me is Solo. Mine's Solo too. On number okay, eight. you guys can talk about that. What, okay, what's your say? Okay, okay, we'll discuss well, Solo afterwards. First. Okay. okay, okay. So, Solo is <laughs> bogged down by a lot of issues. Obviously, like them going over budget, getting rid of uh, Lord and Miller, and bringing in Ron Howard. Right. They, they saw. I respect them for salvaging a lot. Honestly, I think but, they did a great job with those. With those problems, you know. Oh, with those problems, they did great. Yeah. But. But the amount of fan service that is so atrociously shoehorned into it, yeah. like it's like Han Solo, or it's like here's the blaster, or here's the dice. It's like everything Han Solo is yeah. known for just happens to happen in this weekend. <laughs> like I know, yeah. Did you think? Okay, that's true. It all happens. In like yeah, three it's like everything days. he's known yeah. for. Just did you did you like? Um, the origin of Chewbacca and Han's relationship. I yeah, I mean, it em- kind of emulated the Rancor of Episode Six and the way that they introduced I it. Was, it was, I thought it was good. It was a good way. I mean, like I liked how Han was like in the Imperial Army. Yes, I thought that was a cool that was that was, that was pretty cool. But just like the pacing was really really weird. Like watching it, it's awkward to watch. I know. I just don't really see how they could have not made it and, weird with all the stuff they're trying to get in. And yeah, and then Amelia Clark's character just shows back and she's like, "Hello there." And then I don't really see a lot of reason for her character. No, yeah. she's supposed to be like some sort of driving force, but she's not. And the best thing about she doesn't her, have she doesn't even have character. The best thing about her character was 
Darth Maul the connection. Yes. Well, okay, that's also that's a, okay, Darth Maul is awesome, but that's one of the reasons why I don't like the movies because like imagine it's never going to happen again. Well, yeah, you're in this general audience and it's like Darth Maul appears and you're like, what the heck? Why is he here? I thought he died. I mean, in the Clone to Wars, be fair, most they reintroduced him, of but the no one would have known in that. the theater that I was in was like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, what are they going like, to do with it? Who was the actor? For that Darth Maul. Like, the same one from episode one, Ray Parker. It's the same guy. Yeah, they brought him back for it. He was so... He was the most compelling character in the whole movie just from that one <laughs> shot. Yeah. He was so cool. And I was like, I want to see more of him talking. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, and so... of course, we're never going to no. see that. Yeah, like, and then... He was so cool. Uh, yeah, and just like... Be the whole the final confrontations and then Woody Harrelson's cool. character. And like, I think the I best... is okay. He was fine. The best sequence in the movie for me was the train heist. What's the actor's name who plays Vision? The guy who was like the... Yeah, Paul, ben, Paul Benny. I thought Benny. his character yeah. was pretty good. He was fine. I yeah. liked him. So, um, I don't know. Um, it's just overall pretty mediocre of a movie. That's kind of it. I had Solo a little bit higher on my list mm-hmm. at number seven. Okay. So, okay. so what's number eight? Um, so you could... So... And that's all well, I have to say about so Solo. So my, my thing yeah, with so Solo is I... I mean, I had similar problems that everybody else did with the casting of Han Solo. Like, you're never going to get someone as suave no. and charming. No, the mannerisms were As Harrison Ford, Ford right. I think he did a fine job. I thought he did a Even though good he didn't, job I found him. myself having a hard time believing that it was Han Solo as a younger person. Yeah. Considering how young yeah. um, uh, Harrison Ford was in the original movies. Yeah, but like... what I did like about that movie was showing his life as before he became this proficient yeah uh, like he, smuggler he, like he wasn't he very was good kind of he was did. impoverished yes yeah. <laughs> like surviving meal to meal yeah, like it's true he was, it was cool seeing that with those like weird um, alien bug ladies in the beginning what was up with that i think beginning. i think that's some of the like the whole uh thermal blast or thermal detonator yeah. gag was totally something that they didn't cut from lord and miller like, that's totally oh. their type of humor that yeah. was not ron howard also, yeah. with it, I thought it was cool to see the bounty hunter side of life in Star Wars because up until that point, bounty hunters had always been this just bad guy force. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got to see it from their perspective. Yeah, and their cool. motives and like That's what fair. kind of the underground of the universe looked like. Yeah, it was cool. Um, also, the whole um, those guys turning out to be rebels or whatever. Those guys on the bikes. Yeah, it was kind of um, odd. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, um, and when, like, she took off her helmet, she was, a re- like, I was like, oh, just is like this a, supposed to mean something? Like, when she revealed who she was, and I'm like... a girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I thought the helmet... I don't know. Uh, I, I did, did, I did I think that like Chewbacca Lando. reveal was yeah. sweet. Chewbacca, I like Chewbacca, too. His reveal was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like Lando, you know, Donald thought, Glover did a great job. I thought he did he a really good job. He played the swap pretty well. I liked his droid counterpart that, like... Is it's like Lando's oh, that droid. character was awesome. Yeah, K three or she, she always talked about like the rights of like droids and stuff. And when like, she when she led the revolution, that was so funny. I thought it was she so was cool great. that I think Star Wars, like we could do an entire podcast on just droids. Yes. for Star Wars, but like how they have varying degrees of personality mm-hmm. correlated with intelligence. Yes, and her whole shtick was she had been hacked. Yeah, to right. the point where she had a personality. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And she she was like like feminine and stuff. Yeah, it was funny. It was great. All right, um, we're ending into almost an hour, so let's um, keep going. Yeah. So my so, number eight. Yeah. What was now that we've talked eight? about solo, um, which is my seven, we can skip my seven. But my eight was the Last Jedi. Okay. 
Um, and my that's next up for me too. Actually, my number seven is the last. Okay, Jedi as well. so mine is also <laughs> my seven is last Jedi. Yeah. So you can go ahead and talk about that. The reason it's not lower on the list, I the reason it's not lower on the list is because they tried to change it up a bit, and there's some good ideas in there. Yeah. But they butchered the characters from episode seven. Like I don't know, like right. all the characters went in these weird directions. Right. And there was, like I said before, there was a lot I liked about Force yeah, Awakens. Actually, good stuff. I thought there was some stuff they really set up well, like Finn, mm-hmm. ex stormtrooper, something we've never seen before. We've never seen a face of a stormtrooper before. Mm-hmm. I thought he could have been really cool. His whole story arc just kind of was awful in the last Jedi. Yeah, I don't that whole subplot where they go to Cantabite and like Yeah, that's what like, I'm oh, looking for the guy but the guy's not there. The guy's actually in the prison cell, but the prison cell is for the Imperials and he's like, "Oh, yeah." And all he ended down. up he ended up not even having a purpose anyways. No. Yeah, no, that's the thing is um, it felt like a lot of what happened was pointless. It was. In all the other Star Wars movies, something happens as a result of what they do. But like what Poe did, like with his whole like mutiny or right. like them on Cantabite. Nothing. Nothing came of it. Right. It ultimately ended up being pointless. The reason why The Last Jedi is third to last for me is kind of similar to that in that they, the whole, what, what is that name of that planet with all the gambling? Cantobite. Cantobite. Yeah. Or Blight. Yeah, something like that. That entire sequence <laughs> terrible. was bad. Just bad. It, yeah. <laughs> The it didn't, make a lot it didn't this planet didn't feel anything like yeah. a Star Wars planet. Mm-hmm. It was strange. All these yeah. little furry creatures in like tuxedos. <laughs> it's making me wonder like how much influence did um what's the guy who's the director? Johnson? Yeah, well like he's an outstanding writer. Yeah. Did you see Knives Out? I saw Knives Out. Knives Out was great. He directed and wrote it and he did it wonderfully. Yeah, I'm I'm and really curious like what went wrong. What, what were they thinking? Like, yeah. what were they thinking? Okay, also, Think, like, I mean... <laughs> Rose's character, not great. I feel bad that her actor, that the actor got, like, super, like, oh, no. bullied online. She did. But, yeah, oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean, it's like... It's not her fault. No, it's I the know. right... Like, she did fine. I do agree she, she was the worst character in the movie, though. Awful. We, we don't save the things we uh, hate by loving the ones we... That is actually yeah. my least favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah. So, the part when Finn... Oh, when they're on that desert planet with the red dust, right? And Finn is on crate, yeah, flying his little vehicle. I was, I was ready for him to in, sacrifice into himself. that drill, that, that energy was, drill to sacrifice himself. I was like, the music, I felt so much emotion. The in music that scene is building. He's sacrificing himself for his beautiful. friends. Honestly, his character arc was kind of over. Like he that was, was a stormtrooper who escaped. He experienced what it was like to be out of that life. Yeah, and he, that was gonna hit him. He right was back ready yeah. to go. And, and it just does a, a quick cut. <laughs> immediately, he gets knocked out of the way, and all the energy and emotion just, just immediately gets killed. Yeah. And Rose pulls him out of the car and tells him, "What is it? How does it? I don't know. It's just some awful language. We don't save the things. We don't win. We don't win by destroying what we hate. We win by saving what we love. And then immediately, <laughs> the thing like destroys the hangar <laughs> doors, and her words like, are like, "It's what I'm trying to do." Well, that's exactly what Finn was doing. He was saving what he loved, like. Yeah, but he was destroying the things they hate. I think what that's why Rose's character's hated so much is because she ruins the such shot an of her moment. flying in. She's just like <laughs> also okay. Also, it made no sense because like when Finn was going, he was going at the max speed. She had already turned around. How did she get back to him? It, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Yeah, and yeah, I find I I don't have any qualms with the way Luke died, but a lot of people hated that. 
Luke Dine was fine. The way I that think... he just disappeared, like yes. for no, like he, nothing happened. Why to him. did he, he just die from using the force? I, it, well, he was projecting himself across the it galaxy. Was like so much energy so he that just it killed, killed him. himself doing that. Essentially, but he was saving the rebels to do. Yeah. It. yeah. Okay. Also, him throwing the lightsaber behind him is like my least favorite scene in the entire movie. Like, I've heard you say that before, and like <laughs> honestly, I, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I, I feel like it kind of fit what they were trying to do with the last ride, though. Like, Hi, we're he, throwing away the previous he episode. He gave up. He was so frustrated. I mean, he failed with the whole Jedi Council. Thing. I really liked what they he were doing. He failed with Kylo Ren. He was over it with the Jedi. He was like, it's time for them to end. And then this girl yeah. comes and brings his lightsaber from when he was just some famous Jedi. And he's like, I'm not into this anymore. I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. So I guess it kind of I liked what they were going for with it. Luke and... There's, a lot, of, there's a lot of stuff I actually really liked about Last Jedi. Yeah. And honestly, you know, I walked out of it having really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. And then I thought about it. And then you have to, <laughs> and then you, if you take a moment, it's the story, mm-hmm. it's the plot holes. It's really bogged down by, fi- uh, not yeah, by Finn and Rose's plot on Kings right. of Light, and then the mutiny of of Poe. Like aside oh from God. that was, so was all, a, yeah. So for me, that was the worst also. Part. What what is that character's name? The woman with the purple hair. Oh, a uh, Laura Dern's character. Um, Nobody knows. She's purple hair lady that ruined Last Jedi. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> my my question is, what was the logic behind not telling anybody what was going That's on? That's my least favorite part. Yeah, like I didn't understand yeah. what was going. Why on. couldn't she just tell Poe what was happening and it was a perfectly logical plan? Yeah. He could have just gone along with it. He he, dr- <laughs> she drove him into this state of paranoia. Yeah, it's so like, true. Well, that's why don't she... like that was nothing like what his character was like in the seventh episode. That's so true. All of a sudden, here's, he's just here's like... what I'm thinking. Okay, mm-hmm. to replace her, her character doesn't exist, right? We put Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Okay. Well, and Admiral Akbar sacrifices himself. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking is no, there's no like mutiny, right? There's, no. He tells them the plan. Right, yes. like a normal leader would do. Mm-hmm. And then he, they might get to the point where, like, okay, he has to sacrifice. He turns the you know, ship in. The conflict in could be. It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> he just slices through and kills himself. In legendary. You know what the conflict could be is that the crew trying to prevent him from doing that. Yes. They don't, he's such a like powerful admiral. They yeah, don't want such him a to die. Figure. But here's yeah. the thing: he died of the most terrible yeah, lame death. I know. They gave okay, and Leia's space. They gave more screen oh, time to this nameless character that showed up in this movie's death than they did to Admiral Akbar, who's beloved. I know, he I died know. in like one second. He's such a meme. Also, like, last last two things with this yeah, movie that I didn't like. This one. Leia. In space, force floating okay. back. We force, don't even need to. It would have had that. way more impact if she had died there. Yeah, it's that would also, be great. Also, ridiculous. W- since when could Jedi? And it, not how not can only, anybody not survive only, in the vacuum of space? Not only is she not a Jedi, she's not. She's force sensitive. She's not a Jedi. But second, she flies. <laughs> oh, it looks space. so goofy. It's why oh. can't every Jedi? Why didn't Darth Vader? fly through space ever and like like it's not a thing that jedi do plus things the movie introduces a lot of stuff that just has weird connotations like the spacewalk like it's cool and it's so so well shot the whole hyperdrive into the ship and the chattering yeah, con- looks so cool yeah that's why, what i was gonna say why can't they just do that that's it my last ships thing ships with hyperdrives that and is, bomb like that was exactly it's my so last dumb point. it opens up so many like issues yeah, with the universe the end when she sacrifices herself by going into light speed and she destroys like seven star destroyers yeah it just shatters them. my question although it's as a spectacle it looked awesome oh it was so good the silence and how can you I, say that yeah. makes sense in the universe because if that was possible 
then they could equip a small X-Wing mm-hmm. and destroy entire fleets of Empire ships. It doesn't make any I sense. I mean, I've heard that before, and I can understand the problem, but it's also like, this is Star Wars we're talking about? Oh, I know. It's not like it's going to be realistic. It's just... But like, it would have made more sense if there was like a infinitesimally small chance of her being able to calculate where she needed to hit it. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Or like, she, like, something just did it by chance. people's... Machines, or they could yeah, or like, people. hey, they can't, they can't do what she did without the codes from Cantho Blight, you know, like, right? I don't know. Okay, also like one last thing: the end fight between like him and Phasma, and, like Chrome Dome, and then like, like th- shows BBH shows up in the Mac. It's wacky. Poor Phasma got shafted. There's, there's a lot more we can talk about. Yeah, last but show, we but need to move on to. Um, what are we at? Seven. Number six. We're at six now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah right. James, yeah, what is your six? Okay. Number six for me is episode two. I like the world right. built. We have kind of already discussed it, but the reason it's a bit higher than the other ones for me is it's got a pretty solid story. The acting's kind of shoddy, but it's got some good world building. Okay. So That's a fair point to put there. Yeah. So how about you um, guys at six? Mine is Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Interesting. I, that's not that's <laughs> what about close. So, what about yours? Uh, mine was A New Hope. Ooh. At number six. Wow. So. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into, I guess, Revenge of the Sith first. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess, yeah, mine's lower than your your guys's. Yeah. Um, I obviously thought it was the best of the prequels. It's the best prequel. Um, the dialogue is not horribly written. There are some awkward portions, but the reason why I like this one better than the rest um, is simply because of the feel of it and the emotion you get from it. Mm-hmm. This movie has by far... This movie has more... Gives me more emotion than... I can't think of another Star Wars movie that does, except oh, for yeah, maybe, right. maybe right. the the prequels That's why it's Rogue higher on my list. Yeah. And that all comes down to Order 66, which is my favorite part of the movie, mm-hmm. even though it's heart-wrenching. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a excellent. great scene. It's so good. The music... Mm-hmm. It's fantastic in that scene. It's a great the scene. Jedi seeing the Jedi Order just collapse in on itself, the pain on Yoda's face when he feels what's happening in the universe. It's emotional. And even like there's a lot of memes about Anakin yeah. oh, like yeah. killing the younglings, but like that, that is was, a powerful Yeah, it's so sad. And it's like really like that's Darth Vader. Yeah. That is evil. That is the Incarnate, most horrible yeah. evil thing. Yeah. Well and also they do a really good job of showing Anakin's transition to Darth Vader in right. this one specifically. Yeah, the yellow eyes and <laughs> honestly, look. him becoming sort of like a slave to Palpatine. Yeah, like he 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 loses his rebellious, like powerful spirit, and he becomes this yeah. drone Soulless that listens slave, to yeah. anything that Palpatine like tells him to do, which is Vader. Yeah, that's great. And also, like, if you notice Anakin, I think George Lucas directing did a really good job of this. But mm-hmm. Anakin, when he's looking out in the lava world and stuff, he doesn't look happy or angry or he just looks so depressed and he looks sad. empty he looks like he hates himself yeah which is accurate and yeah. i thought that was really good out of all the i mean he killed so many people yeah so like it makes sense so that was something i really liked about it dark movie yeah um so um, use was episode four anything else, wait, i yeah, guess my my qualms with it aren't I guess they're not the most valid qualms, but it would have to be, again, like, CG not looking as good or holding up as well. That's fair. Yeah. Um, like, when they're flying over the lava on those little platforms, yeah, it's a bit janky. Yeah, it looks kind of yeah, janky sometimes. Of Some of the dialogue is still a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got the high ground. Like, that's the last <laughs> thing you say to Anakin before you <laughs> cut him. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
But I think yeah. what they say afterward is pretty powerful. Though. Yeah. yeah. You were supposed to be my brother. I know. That was oh, yeah. so emotional. It was really a great scene. Um, yeah. I, Grievous is a great part I in love that movie. Grievous. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Count Dooku being killed. That's another mm-hmm. thing. Showing Anakin's sort of turn is like his willingness to just take yeah. somebody out when Palpatine just tells him to. Yeah. That was um, a, I didn't even notice that. That was a really good yeah. like foreshadowing of like yeah. his obedience to him. Yeah, and yeah. the fight between Yoda and Palpatine is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the it's end, pretty, it's all good. Um, the whole like catching lightning and turning it into an energy ball mm-hmm. is sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought yeah. Clone Troopers three was good. Clone Do you guys have anything cool. else to say about Revenge of the Sith? Um, um, we could. Revenge of the Sith is a bit higher for me. It's uh, it's but, the next one up for me. Yeah, um, next one up for me. Or well, because you're about to it. discuss four numbers. Right, four is your six. That's my five. So whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> my my a lot of numbers. Where, what number are we officially at? We're, six. We're at number right. six. My yeah. number six is a new hope. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people. Whoever listening, a lot of people listening to this are gonna hate me for this, <laughs> right? A new hope. Great! It was the starting of like the mm-hmm. new Star Wars. It was the greatest movie ever. You need to go back and watch it, and you need to compare it because I mean, this is a list of all the movies, right? Yeah. You need to compare it to all the current movies, and there's. I'm it's, sure it was amazing when it came out. It's I'm sure so it was, slow. I'm sure it was incredible. It's extremely slow, but not only that, like the choreography and the battling was so awful. Mm-hmm. And you're like, he's an old guy. Ian, what is it? Ian McKellen. That's his name. No, We're no, talking no. about Obi Wan's uh, Alec Guinness. Yes. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Right. I was like, he's an old he, guy. He like so spins okay. really it's slowly. Really, first of all, <laughs> there are so many '80s action movies that have way better choreography than that. Yeah. And also, you can't tell me he's too old when you see 55 year old Keanu Reeves going and lighting people up in John Wick. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just I didn't think there was a lot of excuse for that. John Even Reeves though this is 55. Yeah. Yeah. 55 he doesn't, years he doesn't old. really like the ages. But like. It's slow. I'm sure it takes was, a while to get um, going. I can Keanu totally... Reeves, Reeves would have made a great Anakin. <laughs> Wouldn't he? Okay. Just stop. Sure. <laughs> um, no, we're not going to get it. Yeah, like, the best part of the movie is, like, the Death Star in the second act. The right. trench run's all right. Yeah. I, I just... It's, yeah. I think, I think Mark Hamill was very mediocre. I think he gets well, no, way better in The Return Most of the Jedi. people didn't have faith in the movie. That's the thing. Right. Is that, like... And I know it was, like, a legendary when it came out. Oh, and yeah. And there's a lot. I mean, I love the plot. I fair, love the story. For fair reason, I love yeah. the story. I love Obi-Wan in it. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. He's a great character, besides his fighting. <laughs> um, I think the Stormtrooper... This is why I'm getting in... Later, you get into why I like a lot of stuff about the sequels more. The Stormtroopers... I know at the time they might have seen Intimidating... Like if you go back and watch A New Hope, oh, man. they run into each other. They're just bumping around. They like <laughs> if you if you watch the first like amazing like the epic like introduction to Darth Vader, right? mm-hmm. he busts in behind him. The stormtroopers are like <laughs> diving around. Like if you, I mean, you can't see me right now if you're listening, but it looks. Davis is currently flailing. It looks ridiculous, and like yeah. if you go, people older people will be like, "What are you talking about?" It was go back and watch it and really pay attention. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Film it's wise. just rough. Yeah, so that's yeah, my you may you may be shifting my my opinion. Maybe I should have put a new home. <laughs> that's below, what I'm saying. Below Revenge of the That's Sith. a very that's fair number saying. six. That's, um, that's fair. So yeah, that was my number six. Yeah. About, what we my number six was episode two, which we already talked okay, about. Right. Yeah. Okay, right. I just go. placed it a bit higher because like the world building. Let's so number five for mine me. Mine was Revenge of the Sith. Mine's episode four. Um, a new hope. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I just placed it a bit higher. Just. 
you know, it starts out a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good parts to it. It's got a lot of heart to it. There's yeah. a lot well, of issues with it. The though. best part about New Hope, the reason why like it's as high as ranked online, is because the some of the cinematography was so good. But like, what reminds me of most how good it is is like Luke Skywalker looking out into the twin mm-hmm. sunset. And that amazing music, music yeah. just puts you in the mood. I just like how ambitious it is. There's so much unique and cool stuff. To and that's it. why I don't like hating on it so much, because I really do enjoy the movie. Yeah, but there's some glaring so literally it's, issues. Literally, it's just, like, practically you don't like it. Yes. yes. It was so horribly... Like, like but story-wise, you like. I feel like, I, and I feel like, just movies in general have progressed so much in the last twenty years. Like, f- like filming, what acting-wise. Yeah. Like going um, back and watching, it, it hasn't like, been wow. twenty years. It's been a lot longer than that. Well, You're right. No, in comparison, just like in just the past twenty years alone, things have gone crazy. Yeah. And we'll get in. I'll at least later. I'll get into Force Wiggins and mm-hmm. my thoughts on Stormtroopers then or whatever. But yeah. Well, that's a good um, segue because. Well, are you? Well, yeah, no, not my number five was episode four, so right. that's about my number five it. is Force Awakens. All right. Okay. Um, so I put it right smack in the middle. Right. Because I thought it was a very solid Star Wars movie. It's pretty solid. Um, I like it. I thought when you compare it to the prequels, the dialogue is so much better. <laughs> Honestly, the character development is better. I like. Um, I love the Force. The excitement. I remember the excitement of seeing that movie. It was very exciting. They introduced a lot of really cool characters. They did new concepts, like you talked about earlier with Finn and the Uh stormtrooper. Ray, kind of a nameless, faceless person, which you haven't really had before. Mm -hmm. Everyone's been significant. Somebody that doesn't know anybody. That's a new thing. Mm -hmm. People say like recycling the whole Death Star theme. That could have been different, but. Regardless, it was effective. Yeah. Like, it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't don't bro- yeah. break. Don't fix what's not broken. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought The New Hope overall. That was your five? Yeah, that was okay. really We're going to come back to The Force Awakens, because that's pretty high on my list. Yeah. But, um, what was your number four, James? My number four is episode three. Wait, what was your number five, Davis? Mine was Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, for me, Revenge of the Sith is my number four. Oh, a lot happens okay. in it. There's some good story. The acting's a huge improvement over episode two. Even, I mean, way. I'm with you on some of the technicalities. Way There's some better. weak stuff in there. But even like if you watch it now, and you, CGI wise, right? You, yeah. You, you, I, mean, I appreciate it for 2000. Revenge of the Sith is the only Star Wars movie that opens out of the crawler into like an action scene. Oh yeah, the and whole beginning is really it's, fun. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a really good one too. Like I love the yeah, and then when they crash land into the hangar, no, the really happy landing. Cool. <laughs> really, I loved that scene. I liked the whole thing, and I thought yeah. Anakin. You guys book, are you guys are shifting my mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's yeah. the thing is that like I, mean, I I mean I think anyone could make a convincing argument for any of these movies to be anywhere else on these lists. Right, like it's. I, one thing I like Except about... Except for Phantom Menace. <laughs> be, at, at least it has to be in the bottom three. Right. Yes. Like, Revenge... Uh, one of the things I like about Revenge of the Sith is Anakin's look. I liked his... Right. I liked his mullet. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people it's don't a good like look. the Jedi mullet. I liked it. Edgy. I thought it was cool. He had the scar. He was supposed to look edgy. He's also... A, he's Obi- a future Sith Obi- Obi-Wan's look in that movie is... Oh, he's clean. Awesome. He's, he's perfect. Clean. He's, he's, got, he's got the beard and, like, the, the comb. His, his robes look sick. Yeah. Yeah. McGregor is a gorgeous human being. Yeah, that is so true. I love that guy. <laughs> he's excellent. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Enough for Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. So, That's my so number four... Number four? Was A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I 
like that movie simply because of what it sets up. Right. Um, I think you need to look at movies in the context of when they were created rather than comparing the movies that were made 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, although fair. practically, I agree with you, it has tons of issues, like the whole lightsaber, if you look closely, like bouncing around off the hilt. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of the set design was goofy, but like for the time and for the resources that they had, honestly, yeah. visually, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, it's impressive what they were able to do. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it, it gets even more impressive when like you watch that documentary that we watched and you, you see what they had to do to make that movie. Oh yeah. yeah like the fact that a lot of the backgrounds are, yeah, hand painted. painted. Yeah. Um, like physical models, yeah, a lot of clay, a lot of claymation. Yeah, they for like the little creatures on the board. That movie, and it shows. You know, it's why it's you know, yeah. Also, a lot of that stuff holds right. up well. That one's high on my list at number four, just because. Well, oh, it's also episode four. Four number four, <laughs> um, <laughs> because of sort of the spirit it creates. Kind of like it. It, it was the first Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, I mean, it like it's captured people's imaginations because it fills you with this sense of wonder like oh what's his motives oh what's going on here like yeah. why is darth vader so bad like all this stuff that's Sounds happening like who are the jedi what is the force right like mm-hmm. all these things kind of shot out from this movie um and also it's an entertaining movie even though i do agree it gets kind of slow sometimes yeah it's definitely the first act kind of drags mm-hmm. so what was your number four davis oh my number are we going to number four was that your number four? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my number four was Return of the Jedi. Ooh. Um, six. That's my next one. So Return of the Jedi, I liked a lot about, specifically because I liked how much Mark Hamill progressed as an actor. Oh, yeah. He was he excellent. He was great in Return of the Jedi. He acted like a Jedi. I love, you know, just right off the bat where he's building his own lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and the way he talks to Jabba, he's very... Uh, like like authoritative you know yeah he's like a master jedi right and he's really cool i love the green lightsaber Mm -hmm. that was cool um let's see i like java's palace was really cool the whole java's palace and sail barge is an excellent way to. it's ridiculous and i love it episode one giant slug mob boss with like green pig bodyguards like it was so freaking weird but it's so star wars yeah yeah um i like this is kind of off but like i like luke's outfit oh it's yeah really cool the, the, the whole black, the black <laughs> i really like the all black i thought that was really cool yeah it looks good um i don't think i love darth vader i always love darth vader he's my favorite villain yeah but like i think he was a little less strong than he was in empire mm-hmm. but also like i don't know i really loved how my favorite part is when they're dueling and luke you know takes you know he's not turning to the dark side right but he kind of like dips into the dark side to help him mm-hmm. fight and defeat vader i thought that was a cool battle the force there yeah um but yeah yeah otherwise it's a great movie episode six is solid yeah good way to end the trilogy um but yeah that was my thoughts on it number threes really strong point yeah, number so. threes well number three my, le- my least favorite part is that you walks yeah yeah so <laughs> um, number three for me is episode six and i love episode six it oh, opens did we all do number four already that yeah. was the last one yeah okay. episode six opens really strong but dips really hard like right, the whole okay. Ewok, it's really slow, and even up towards the end, it's not the whole Ewok subplot isn't that interesting. I don't think. I thought at the time, I'm sure people loved it, <laughs> and like I don't know, I don't hate Ewoks. No, I mean it's just I thought it was a little ridiculous seeing you know like 
Han Solo running around with like fuzz okay. bears. The script and is the script's pretty bad, especially and dialogue wise. Han is awful. Another reason why I don't like the stormtroopers in the originals: <laughs> these you know space Nazis with laser guns are invading this planet, bumbling and these idiots. teddy bears are running around whooping their ass. Well, that's, <laughs> that's true. It does make the empire look kind of weenie, but it that's, makes the, look like that's the spirit of it. Is the idea that like you don't need technology to beat back i guess that's fair yeah the I guess empire fair. you just need strength of will mm-hmm. that's true that's fair that's a fair yeah point. so yeah that's definitely my number three um, how about you davis uh my number three was rogue one i loved rogue, rogue one and excellent. this was really hard for me uh my number one or my number three and number two were really hard to decide on yeah wait um, what was your number three james my number three was episode six return of the jedi okay did you have we gotten to you yet no no um my or my number three was Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Yeah. So you want to do, let's do Rogue One first. Sure. Or yeah. we can do which. Yeah, let's order. do Rogue One yeah. first. Um, since we just talked about a New Hope, mm-hmm. um, I think the best parts about Rogue One were how it connected to a New Hope. Oh, is excellent. Brilliantly, the end sequence. brilliantly. And did you know that Darth Vader scene in the end? Mm-hmm. It was added in three months before release. Yeah. They filmed it. Well, it's because they weren't sure. They weren't. Idea. They were gonna have some of the characters survive because they didn't like. They were like, "Oh, is not gonna let us kill all them off?" And Kathleen Kennedy was like, "Yeah, kill them all off." <laughs> it was beautiful. It and was like, so beautifully I shot. The character development. My three things are like, when I'm rating movie, it's like character development, mm-hmm. um, music, and satisfying ending. Do I feel <laughs> fulfilled at the end? Yeah. Man, I felt the characters. I thought. You know, you're, you're never going to see them again. We've no. never seen They them progressed before. pretty well. I thought for that reason, you know, they were really, really entertaining and really good stories to yeah. them. And I thought, oh my, I was so fulfilled when they died. Yeah. I was like, it was almost better. It was like better than they almost, died. Yeah. And the ground battle, dude. And no one, you Ooh. never thought of like, you know, oh, we have the Death Star plants, like in the originals. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to see like this like major sacrifice so many people took to just get that little card to mm-hmm. Leia and to R2 and that that when you go back and watch a new it really recontextualized you were like there's yeah. so much value in that droid yeah who's carrying these plans it really right? makes you understand why they were so adamant to get I thought those it was plans. a great idea you know they were like it's they were like trying to come up with a Star Wars story to play like the, yeah. between the main the core story I thought that was such a great idea I love seeing Darth Vader again yeah he was so cool. Yeah. The <laughs> Even his good. dad joke, I like the dad joke. Like, yeah. don't choke on your aspirations, <laughs> director. I thought, I mean, Krennic, it, was Krennic a little, was cool. <laughs> it was a little cheesy. I know, but I the, the CGI it. was a little ropey on Tarkin and Leia, but I think they did it pretty well, honestly. Yeah. I like seeing the Death Star getting for, constructed. For a while, I thought Rogue One was my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. But, you know, when I came back to do this podcast, and I, it, it was hard for me to choose, and it may change in the future. But that's my yeah. number three right now is Rogue One for those reasons. So uh, Rogue One's my number two. Okay. Um, and I agree with everything you said that was positive about it. Um, I thought the main, like the lead character, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Her yeah, backstory, so. her father being the designer of the yeah. Death Star. Yeah. Like it, that was Carrier, a super so. compelling prequel story right yeah and her like whole gang and the crew and everybody they were all super unique yeah. the droid the uh hacked empire droid mm-hmm. was such a funny character so k2 is excellent um, yeah and i agree the whole sacrifice 
at the end well, one the combat like oh yeah yeah like you combat. talked about the ground so combat good. that planet with the palm trees everywhere was mm-hmm. super cool yeah. oh yeah i didn't even get to um the, the whole thing about battle? like the monk oh guy that was like he He's was force cool. sensitive but he couldn't like use it mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was pretty cool he was cool it showed that the force was still kind of present here and there yeah and everyone the, um, one, the one thing about rogue one that would have the one thing i could think of that would have made it better is on that isle that island planet you know yeah where they're like testing it at the end i the whole thing time i was thinking like i really want to see darth vader drop down and fight on the battlefield yeah that would have been cool we've yeah. never seen vader on a battlefield you know you see it in like the comics and stuff and it's like really cool but like you've never seen it on a big screen i feel like that's something I'm, we're never gonna see but like, maybe yeah, we'll get flashbacks of it in the new one maybe I don't know. <laughs> who knows anyway yeah, but, um so, but, but, but my the three? reason why it was number two for me rogue one is because the ending was so good. And you already talked about mm-hmm. why. Like, yeah, the ending was great. Yeah, the the sacrifice of the characters, like showing that everybody so had sad. to make these little sacrifices along the way to, to f- save the day, basically. When I got emotional was when the droid died. Oh, I know, that was so... Yeah, the droid, that, oh, that hurt. When he was just getting beat up by, like, <laughs> yeah. stormtroopers coming in, he was just fighting off, like, dozens of them, and yeah. he just got beat to a pulp, like... <laughs> And that was, when he died, I was like, okay, they're all dying. Yeah. Like, I knew they were all going to die at that point. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, the strong finish with Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. It was probably the, the most the most chills, epic. That, like, yeah, that was that such a good might be, Between that and the Iron Man snapping in Endgame, that might be, like, Great my cinematic favorite cinematic experience is that scene. Yeah. Really. I yeah. literally, I flipped out. <laughs> like, that so was good. so great. Yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Your number three, you said, yeah, was episode five. Yeah, Empire. my number three was Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Empire is solid. Um, to be honest, I don't remember a ton. Of, it's been a long time. I don't remember a ton of it. I'd have to rewatch it. Um, mm-hmm. I do remember really liking it. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I know it's a lot of people's favorite. Um, Hoth, the whole battle sequence is super it's awesome. so well yeah. filmed. It's, it's probably the best battle sequence in the entire Yeah. Uh, first six movies yeah, Luke's training is pretty compelling it's um, very fun to watch yeah Luke's good. training meeting Yoda Yoda's an amazing yeah. character who's in the rest of the entire universe of Star Wars like he shows up so many different times right um so his introduction was cool I like the whole force ghost thing like mm-hmm. you can hear the spirits of yeah of people yeah. it finally made sense like what Obi-Wan said about how if he's cut down, he'll come back stronger. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And he true. did come back stronger as a force ghost. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luke figuring out, like, his origins. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Oh, like, the whole... Such a good ending. Yeah. People don't, like, appreciate... Like, everyone knows, like, I am your father. and like That, that. was huge. Like, the... Like, one of my favorite things about movies is twists in a plot. Yeah. You, you can't think of a greater twist... Than like you know this guy he's sworn to kill being mm-hmm. his father figure. No, like, I, no! Like, <laughs> yeah. and hearing about Anakin being like a knight and a Jedi and like yeah, and he was fighting like, and, and killed. He was. he was killed by Palpatine and in a way he was yeah. killed by Palpatine. Right. But then figuring out that that is now your worst enemy and yeah. who you thought killed your father is and like it's cool because Vader even sees himself as 
he he killed Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about how he killed Anakin. Exactly. Because he's such a completely different person than Anakin yeah. was. So, he's yeah. Like, he was like, Anakin was a weak, I killed him. Yeah. Vader. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. Episode 6 is solid. Even with the subplots going on, or Episode 5 solid. Even with the subplots going on with um, um, Han and Leia and Cloud City, that's still so that really was, good. That was your number two? That yeah, was number three. That was my oh, number three. Oh, three. And, and that, two, that's my number two. Two, two was Rogue One. For right. Me. Number okay. two for me is episode five yeah. as well. It holds up really well. The plot's yeah. interesting. Character okay. development's good. It's fun. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. What's um, your number two, Davis? My number two is The Force Awakens. Oh. My number one is Empire. Spoiler. No. <laughs> you think The Force Awakens beats Rogue One? I'll tell you what. This, wow. See, this is the. See, I'm telling you, this is what I fought with for so long. And it may change. You know, for a long time I liked Rogue One more. I may even start rethinking <laughs> where my placement is. Yeah. Here's why I love Force Awakens, right? Mm-hmm. You see, The Force Awakens, you know, there's been a long time since Star Wars has been in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. Force Awakens had one goal. It had one purpose. And that purpose, or at least for me personally, and that purpose was to remind people how awesome Star Wars can be. <laughs> And how and to get super hyped for the future. Yeah. And I thought well, they did that pretty well. And you know, a lot of people are like they're looking back in the mirror of the originals too much. There's too much talking about the original. I'm like, is that not what the Force Awakens is for? To bring in stuff like, look, hey, everyone didn't well, like yeah, the prequels. Episode three through six or four through six is the backbone. Like right. that is mm-hmm. Star Wars right. the story. And, and then like, there they... are the prequels and what follows. Right. And they're like they're talking about the originals too much. I'm like, this is a direct sequel to the original movies. <laughs> So, that's something. I, I thought it did that wonderfully. I thought... I think a lot of people disagree. I don't have an issue as much I, with, like, what they... With it, like, referencing and being a part of the original movies as much. It's just, like, the beats were, like, play for play episode four. Yes. But I don't... See, I don't have a problem with that. That's fair. Personally. And also, a lot of people would disagree with me. But I love Kylo Ren. Oh, he's excellent. I Adam Driver is such a good actor. I love him so much. He's so cool. I think it has not been implemented yet, but I love the Knights of Ren. I think they're like, like Kylo Ren. The Knights is, of Ren weren't even in that movie. Kylo, they're like, <laughs> it's just another Darth Vader, and I'm like, Kylo Ren is this guy who wants to be Darth Vader, but he's so yeah. badly. But he's but when he takes off the mask, another complaint everyone had. He's not a he's not cool looking. He looks like a little kid. I'm like. Kylo Ren is a little kid. Exactly. He's confused. He's in over his head. He's conflicted between the dark side of one side of his family and the other side. The other side, Luke and them, they rejected him yeah. and he felt betrayed. So he went to Vader for like a yeah, place to be. His grandfather. And, yeah, and that's where he finds home. But also, that's not who he is. So like, it's... And I think that's so beautiful. And I think he's such a cool character. Yeah. Also, oh my gosh, when he his introduction where he marches off the ship and you can hear like the thunk the, mm-hmm. his, like like his footsteps and he like catches the laser bolt Ooh. in the air and like orders them to kill all the spoons or like this guy's trying to be Darth Vader so bad but yeah. like it's so cool it's hype I, so yeah, I love him I yeah. think he's cool I love Rey and Kylo's relationship yeah. they kind of dug more into that in The Last Jedi for better but, or for um, worse yeah. yeah but I thought uh, <laughs> One thing I didn't like about Kylo in The Force Awakens was him getting whooped by Rey in the end. Yeah, Rey was definitely... Um, I get that he got shot by Chewie or whatever. Yeah, he's weak. But, like, Rey was like, oh, the Force. Oh, I'll just use the Force. And then she just (laughs) freaking, like... Like, literally, there was this part where he was like, I can show you... 
join me. I can show you like parts of the force or whatever. And yeah. she she's like, the force. oh yeah, the force. And then, and then she also just, she just starts wailing. Her, her being more too powerful as a common. Component. I think yeah. I yeah. think I think Kylo should have whooped her. Yeah. And she barely. Got, I think she should have been the one with the scar on her face. Yeah. Right. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I also big thing I like about Force Wiggins is the stormtroopers. Oh yeah, first order. I love the first order. I think the stormtroopers are way more intimidating than the Empire. I think because like they do a good job of making every single stormtrooper a threat. Mm -hmm. Back in we can talk about New Hope again, where there's that scene with Han Solo, he's like leading them away, (laughs) and he charges into them. If you watch the scene. Like, people are like, oh, that's funny. But, like, if you watch the scene, the door opens. Army of stormtroopers, right? And Han just goes, ah! And he starts shooting. <laughs> and they all turn around and run away. It doesn't make any sense. Especially considering that, like, Ben Kenobi's like, oh, these are the precise shots of Imperial stormtroopers. And then yeah, we yeah, see yeah. the stormtroopers, and they can't so hit anything. I think, like, the stormtroopers are scary. They're, they, like, they insult them when they're, like, fighting them. Yeah. Like, they're like true like space Nazis. Like they're just terrifying yeah, and they're great. cool. First order. I love the scene where Ray like I, th- I thought you know, I thought the scenes where she was like doing the mind thing against the strong. I thought that was funny and I thought it would made yeah. sense. I didn't think it was like too overpowered. No, it was fine. Um, I don't know what else did I like. I liked a lot of stuff in that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ranked it pretty high. Mm-hmm. I thought Kylo's lightsaber is awesome. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's um, very cool. I love the scene where Ray like. I love it when he's trying to get the lightsaber, Luke's lightsaber, and it flies past him and, and catches Ray. I thought that was cool. I thought she wasn't overpowered there. I thought it was a cool yeah. message. We still don't even know who Ray is. Yeah. I really wish the Knights of Ren were introduced earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. People are like the Knights of Ren. They're so lame. I'm like, it's literally a cult of like who worship the actions of Darth Vader, and they try to be like him as much as possible. Yeah. I think that's really cool. We just haven't seen them. That's the problem. Right. So, yeah, I so like the Force Awakens. That's your number two. I thought Han Solo dying made a lot of sense. I thought it was a good. It plot worked point. well. I thought yeah. it worked well. Uh, I thought it was super emotional, and I thought it was brilliantly done when Kylo was like, "I need you to help me do this one thing. I can't do it by myself." And he's yeah. like, "I'll help you do anything." He's like, "Because that thing was like, I have to kill my own dad." Yeah. So like, I don't know. That's yeah. why another reason why I love Kylo so much. So but, that's um, your number two then. Yep, that's my number two. All right. So uh, I guess we're on to our number ones. We're our last ones, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your number one, Harrison? My number one is Return of the Jedi. All right. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it a little bit. Um, I think the opening is amazing in Jabba's palace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's so everything. The barge. It's, yeah, everything it's to do with that is awesome. The whole reveal of Leia being that like bounty hunter mm-hmm. is cool and surprising Han get, comes out of the carbonite yeah rancor fight um, what you said you mentioned earlier about luke like showing development when he comes back oh yeah he's yeah. calm cool and collected he's powerful it's like years later too yeah I didn't realize. it's it's a how many co- years later than empire it's, it's like... maybe about a year or so it's not a right. long time i mean he he, he, knows, he knows his own power at this point yes. so he's yeah. not afraid of java java himself is hilarious yes job is great awesome um i do agree with some of your gripes with the ewoks i think they have i I think the ewoks are fine to be in the movie i do like the idea of like little guys can fight back too but i do think they had a little bit too much screen time like i think there were too many scenes of ewoks 
just wailing on stormtroopers. Oh, I know. I think there needed to be a little bit more show of a balance yeah. of power there, or at least just less scenes entirely. Well, like if the Ewoks mm-hmm. could like help the rebels defeat, I was like, okay, they yeah. could have like, but they crushed <laughs> the stormtroopers. I like know. the stormtroopers did not stand a chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is like kind of weird. What was my although that scene when then that when that Ewok gets shot by the ATS? Well, that was so sad. <laughs> I know, and the other Ewok is like shaking him. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, I know. I feel so bad sad. for him though when you saw like the. Decapitated heads of stormtroopers and they're playing them. Like <laughs> those, are, those are the helmets, not the heads. You think they ate them? I think I think Ewoks. They're carnivorous. Are Ewoks oh carnivorous. Oh Ewoks anyway, regardless of the Ewoks, um, and they should have used that time a little bit to spend more on the main characters that yeah. you're seeing for the last time. But yeah, um, I understand. Anyway, I thought. Luke's relationship with Darth Vader, him being in the position of power now rather mm-hmm. than Darth Vader, because for the first two me- movies he was running. Yeah. And in this one he confronts him and he's like, "You're gonna come back to the light side. Like I have the power now." And like seeing him pull on his mm-hmm. heartstrings a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also, the big reason why this is my number one is that Star Wars entirely as a whole is essentially Darth Vader's story, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. All the events revolve around it. Yep. And although it seems like Luke is the focus, and he kind of is of the of the prequels, he, I mean, of the, uh, the original, original trilogy, trilogy yeah. it's really Anakin's story. Mm-hmm. And it's his redemption story. And they wrap it up which so is, well, which, yeah. which presents a lot of questions for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, See, but he he is redeemed essentially. Yeah, he, he comes back to the light, even if for a moment, and he's saved. He gets his right. helmet off. He gets to see his son with his own eyes. Oh, his ghost was... appears, and they've got yeah. this emotional pyre. With my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Palpatine is destroyed. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, and also, at the end of the movie, the, uh, some people think it's cheesy, but I really like the music. <laughs> the celebration oh, scene is so great. fun. Yeah. I love it. All over the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's um, great. Yeah, and it's then... Great. In, I know it wasn't the original cut, but when he goes back to the, like the prequel planets, and it shows all of them, like you see them all dancing. Yeah, um, yeah, and like I can't decide if I like or dislike them replacing the Anakin ghost with like Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Because like if they were gonna do I, that, they should have replaced Obi Wan's ghost too. Well, the only reason I see it is that like the last time that Anakin was like on the light side yeah. was when he was that age. That's you true. Know? It's because he's it's yeah. It's because Darth Vader is is gone. Yeah. Right. He's Anakin again. That's yeah. my number one. My um, number one is Rogue One. I love Rogue One. Yeah. There's so many parts of Rogue it are good. One. Like we've already kind of discussed it, but the sacrifice kind of, is good. I'm kind of deciding whether I would yeah. put Rogue One at number one right yeah. now. Yeah. I love. I really really like. Um, it's funny how a spinoff is like. Oh, I know. So well, good. <laughs> I just it ties into everything so well. The space battle is so hype. It's like great. when they they force the cruiser into the the shield ring and oh yeah. Uh, and dude, even um, what's her name? Uh, General Syndulla's ship from Rebels. Right. Her ship's there in the battle. I love that. They've got all these ties. Right, yeah. it's, it's so great. It's excellent. Yeah. So anyway. Akbar's in Rogue One. Yeah. That's and it. I like other people from his race too. In Rogue One. Yeah, the other like, Mon like Calamari. The other, yeah. yeah. What are they called? Mon Calamari. Calamari? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Star Wars is nothing but on the nose. Like in Mandalorian, his name is like Grief Cargo. Grief Cargo! <laughs> <laughs> so, how about uh, you, Davis? Your number one? My number one is Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people's number one. Oh, easily. Um, the reason why is... I personally believe Darth Vader might be the... One of, if not the greatest written character 
and like I I think he shows himself off the most in Empire. Mm-hmm. I think he's so awesome, and like he, like the the battle between Luke, he's just like, like he goes all out, and you can tell like if you pay attention and you're a Star Wars fan and you can pay attention to what George Lucas was trying to do, you know, Darth Vader wasn't trying. To, he, he was holding back. Right? Yes. He didn't want to kill Luke. Mm-hmm. He wanted he was he, a son. He, he cares about him. And, you know, but at the same time, he's, you know, he's not one to, he cut off his hand, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't know. I love, so I love um, Hoth. Hoth is great. Hoth was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I don't know, the Empire, like, I think Empire Strikes Back story is the strongest mm-hmm. out of all of them. Um, it's tight. Yeah. It's really good. The whole movie is just nonstop entertainment. Respectable. Respectable mm-hmm. pick. But, and yeah. I love I love Darth Vader. Yeah. I, I think he's it's hard to character. pick the number one. And even like his relationship with like the um like the war generals, like when yeah. this is the last time you've uh, failed me or whatever. And he's yeah. just like crushing people from like other ships. He's like choking out people. It just mm-hmm. um, he's such a cool character. Yeah, I love him so much. I love so, it. Yeah. That's yeah. it, guys. Okay, so those are our rankings. Those are our rankings. So, so last last thing we need to discuss is what we think is gonna happen. In episode nine, right, or where our potential ranking of it could be. Yeah, yeah. That's what I we think episode playing. nine is probably going to land somewhere in the middle for me. I think. Yeah. I think for me, hopefully, I'm being optimistic here. It'll land higher than five, but mm-hmm. lower than three. I'm going so four. <laughs> I think it's gonna honestly. I I love Force Awakens. JJ did a great job. I think JJ is a great writer. Mm-hmm. I really believe in him. I love him. He's so great. Yeah. Have you seen like like Super Eight? Yeah, so yeah. He's like he's, that. JJ's great and at making movies. I've already seen clues of how he's fixing a lot of the plot holes. From yeah, I think it's gonna exceed my expectations, and he's, I think he's I'd, got a hard job though. Fix yeah, it, fixing all the loose ends and like right. explaining Tying away things together. that didn't make sense. I like think, like who's Snoke? We didn't discuss that, but yeah. Well, like there's been trailers. I don't want to yeah. reveal that to you, but like I don't know. I think. I think it's going to be better, like, I think it's going to exceed a lot of people's mm-hmm. expectations. I have low expectations, so. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. good, that's good. You'll be, blown away. be easily impressed. Maybe. Yeah, but um, I don't know, it's it's going to be really hard to predict, like, what's going to happen, because, like, anything could happen. I have no clue what's going to happen. Right. I'm going to say that it, I don't think it will beat Rogue One and the Empire for me, or Force Awakens. But it would top a lot of the other stuff. I think it'll be at least number four on my list. Okay, that's fair. If not, it'll... I'm still trying to decide if I want Rogue One or Force <laughs> Awakens higher. I'm hoping it's better than Force Awakens. Yeah. I'm really hoping it is. I think that's JJ's goal, is to make it better I'm sure than Force it will Awakens. Be. But yeah, that's my thought. I think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I have hopes for it. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see at the premiere. Yeah, this Thursday. Thank you, James. Yeah, for coming to our very Good first time discussing episode. Star Wars. I love discussing um, Star Wars. Yeah, so. it was a long episode, <laughs> a lot longer than we were expecting. Yeah, next time we'll do our top eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we will come back next week. Do a and, quick little recap on it. What um, we think? We won't go into so much detail about the movies, but we'll say we're it landed. And yeah, we'll come back with discussions about what we thought of The Witcher. More discussions of episodes of The Mandalorian to come. Yeah, oh, of course. Because the next episode's coming out early on Wednesday, so that's another thing to discuss. So yeah. Everyone, please come back. It's going to be good. <laughs> C-M-A-D. This has been C-Mad. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>